Hello everyone, Future Caleb here. Um, just wanted to say thank you all for listening. And today makes a interesting episode because it is the first one where we qualify for ad space. So we hope you like it. And we, we did it um, very unintrusively. It's just two in the beginning and then the rest is completely ad free. So I hope you like it. Thank you. So one day I was at work and I don't, I was just, you know, chit-chatting with my coworkers and somehow we got on the subject of this girl telling me of this disastrous date that she had gone on whenever she was in high school and it just clicked. It was like, boom, Morgan, you need to write an article about this. So I talked to her about it and I was like, hey, I was like, I could really use this story to like publish anonymously on the website that I write for. So then I contacted Caleb and I was like, hey, I was like, listen to this idea. And he was like, all right, yeah, we're doing that. Good afternoon, all of you beautiful people, and welcome to This Extraordinary Life, the official podcast of an extraordinary life.online. My name is Caleb Boudreau, and I'm the editor in chief. And I'm Morgan, the lead lifestyle writer. And today we're going to go over a little bit of the backstory behind some of our series on the website, as well as some different insights about how they got started, why they failed and why Morgan stopped doing them all together. <laughs> Put me on blast. <laughs> I mean, hey, you are the lifestyle person. That and, is uh, true. How regular does lifestyle publish? Um, we try. <laughs> <laughs> we try. Okay, well, awesome. So our first one is a wonderful little peachy thing known as trending now on netflix yeah so i am the one that came up with this idea because i was browsing netflix one day and i noticed that they have a section called trending now on netflix and it doesn't necessarily have to be like a new movie or tv show it could be you know something from the past and it's just it just so happens to be trending on netflix so i saw that there was this movie and it was called He's just not that into you. And I was like, hmm, that looks kind of interesting. So I decided to give it a watch. And when I tell you, the, the t there was this time in my life where I was like, I wouldn't even say that I was talking to this guy, but I had a thing for him. And I mean, look, we would write letters to each other. We, and he lives out of town, so I would go visit him, you know, all this stuff. And I really... Oh, that one. Yes, yes. And I kind of, like, fell for him. And so after watching this movie, I was like, man, what if he's just not that into me? Because he would never... He would never make a move. You know what I'm saying? So I decided to write this article, I guess, maybe out of spite. And because he's just not that into you? Because he just wasn't that into me. And, it, and I really needed to write this article to solidify the fact that this man was just not that into me. Well, I mean, not only that, but keep in mind, this was 
mid 2020 ish. Yeah. So like mid pandemic, we we were looking for content. That was July 31st. Yeah. So like we were looking for things because I don't know if you know this, but 2020, it's, it's almost as if something crazy were happening within the world. But 2020 is by far mm-hmm. our busiest year. Yeah. Like, so our first year was 2019. We had 1,400 visits year from April 11th to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. 2020, it went up to 4,962. Wow. And then in 2021, 1,047. <laughs> so like by far. By far, it was the most successful year that we've had. And I think, honestly, it had to do with a lot of the pandemic. Because for me personally, I, w- I was living back at home with my parents. And I had a lot of time on my hands. And so I decided that, I mean, it was already like my New Year's resolution to just write more anyway. But there was so much going on. You know, I had published, like, the quarantine article, The Art mm. of Living in Quarantine. I had published another article called Each Day is a... Or uh, something like Each Day is a Gift. Um, there was just a lot that I was going through that I just felt like I needed to write. Um, so it was... Um I think the first one Each Day is a Gift of Life was April 17th, 2020. I think the first one, though, was the Valentine's Day one. I think that was in That was your very first one. It was Valentine's Day 2020. Um, The pandemic hadn't really hit yet. Right. And um, that was... Yeah, because I had done everything up to that point. I had done the first four... Your very first article was in January called Every Sunrise is a New Chapter. Yeah, that was more so like an introduction. An introduction, yeah. And then your very first one was a listicle. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, and you know how much we just love those. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't say we we hate them. Like, I'm not a fan of them by any means. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can understand why they exist. Yeah. Um, because, like... Which gaming might start doing that just because there are some, like, um, there are a lot of games like realistic military shooters, right? Where it's very fun to play, but there's not all that much to write about. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's not enough to do a full deep dive on development and things like that. So we can't do a whole... Uh, profile on it so yeah, like that sense. i can see listicles for but like as long as we do them right not mm-hmm. like here are 10 games that you can play to make yourself feel like a military soldier right yeah it's kind of cheesy honestly yeah so it's more gonna be like um type of like five games that are kind of like this game mm-hmm. you know where it'll showcase different games similar to it, um, but just aren't that difficult compared to the original property. Yeah. Sort of thing, you know. That makes sense. But, so, we do the listicle, and then right after that, March 23rd? No, March 26th. uh, February 26th is the first ever 
interview that we had mm-hmm. for Lifestyle. Yeah. Which was Jess. I forget her last name. Um, but she was the life coach. Oh, yeah. I remember. The fitness and the life coach. Mm-hmm. And then not long after that, we started the wonderful disaster dates. Yeah. So. Series. I guess I'll go into how we got started with disaster dates. So one day I was at work and I don't, I was just, you know, chit chatting with my coworkers and somehow we got on the subject of this girl telling me of this disastrous date that she had gone on whenever she was in high school. And it just clicked. It was like, boom, Morgan, you need to write an article about this. So I talked to her about it and I was like, hey, I was like, I could really use this story to like publish anonymously on the website that I write for. So then I contacted Caleb and I was like, hey, I was like, listen to this idea. And he was like, all right, yeah, we're doing that. Um, so the first one that we had published was Disaster Dates Gas Station Pizza. And honestly, out of all of the Disaster Dates, I think that one's my favorite. I mean, like, who, I mean, say I mean a lot. Um, to be fair, I mean, it was that high school cheesy, like. Yeah. Like, so just a little recap. Wasn't she, um, so like, she didn't even want to go on the date, right? Not really. No. She, I think her, it's like. Her grandma knew the guy's family really well and was, like, really, like, trying to get her to go on the date. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, she she hadn't really had a boyfriend. She never really talked to God. I think she was, like, a freshman in high school. And there was a senior that was a football player. And he wanted to get to know her. So he, like, asked for her number or whatever and asked to, like, go out on a date. And she was evidently – oh, yeah, I think it was, like – he was good friends with like her cousin or something and he spent time at the aunt's house yeah it was the aunt my favorite part though is the fact after everything whenever he takes her out was it a storage unit or a field it was a storage unit (laughs) takes her to a storage unit with nothing but like a bed there was like a bed and i want to say there's like a tv in the corner i'm not sure i just know that like what how would you get power to a tv yeah maybe so there was definitely a bed like he said that this is where i come to like chill out like oh yeah he goes to chill out yeah yeah he brings girls to a storage unit that has a bed to chill like when she told me that i was like I've never heard of something like this in my life. Like, this is... Like, could you imagine the power dynamic, though? Like... (laughs) What do you mean? Well, like, going back to school, like, oh, so I heard you went out with a senior and you didn't sleep with him? Oh, my God. (laughs) Or if he would have just gone around and say, oh, yeah, we slept together, like... Right. Uh, Yeah. And then, like, the car broke down on the way out. Like, she was like, okay, I'm ready to go home or whatever. My grandma told me I have to go back. And, like, the car broke down. Like, it can't get any worse than that. Oh, definitely not. Well, I mean, it could. There's always, you know, let's not bang, bang, shrimp. Oh, yeah. That one, man. I I remember that was another person that I had that I knew that told me this story. And now keep in mind, 
every single one of our disaster dates are completely anonymous. Yes. So, um, we can have like at the bottom of every disaster date, we have a form, um, where you can fill it out and tell us your story about a disaster date to be, uh, featured on the site. And I'm telling you, some of them that we've gotten <laughs> are just crazy. They are. But, like, there were a few that we had gotten, but they were too short and they would never elaborate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like we couldn't really run a story about it because it was just too short to actually type out. And we didn't want to embellish anything by filling in some gaps. So we just, uh, we didn't really feature it. Yeah. But I think that was our very first successful series. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then right after that, we tried to do um, the importance of shopping local, which was a project that I wanted to do to help um, build out different local businesses. Um, the first one was Aniston Rose Boutique. Um which was a boutique by a former UL Lafayette cheerleader. Um, and I believe she's actually still like in business, just not with a physical location anymore. Mm, okay. I think it's all just uh, like online, online now. Shopping. Yeah. But it was in the middle of the pandemic. We wanted to, you know, feature local businesses to make sure that, uh, they could survive should it come to, you know, dire straits with nobody being able to go out to physical locations. Yeah. And uh, since then, we kind of really couldn't find anybody else to climb on board for that series. So it kind of fell asleep. Yeah. So, I mean, if you guys know of any local businesses that you know of that would be cool to feature, I mean, you can let us know. Yeah. As well. Definitely. Um and we also um, featured different artists and stuff. So whenever you um, see any filled at the bottom of one of our things and you just have an idea, go ahead and shoot it to us and we'll do our best to do it. So from there, in our mad rush to find content to produce, we started a series um, that was the brainchild of Morgan here called What's in a <laughs> Job Title? Yeah, so I wanted to start What's in a Job Title solely because my aunt at the time was a beekeeper. And I was like, man, wouldn't that be so cool to feature like crazy jobs out there that people don't usually hear of or know much about? basically um so i want i really wanted to uh do my aunt but all her bees died and she's no longer a beekeeper so so i just yeah. have one question how did they die i want to say so they live on a farm and i think someone came and sprayed and it, oh, it killed all of them yeah that's horrible i know so she doesn't do it anymore but um 
Yeah, what's in a job title? I mean, honestly, there's some pretty crazy jobs out there. Yep, the first one that we did, well, first and only one so far uh, that we've done was a hairdresser. Um, we profiled local hairdresser Jordan Priu and kind of like deep dove into it. Um, you guys heard the second one, which was the second episode of the podcast, mm -hmm. um, The Secret Life of a Photographer. Um, that is being currently written up um, as a what's in a job title piece. Uh, we also have um, Holly S. McKay, yeah. which is a wartime reporter. Mm -hmm. um, we've already gotten that one halfway done. Still working on it. But like it, it fell asleep for, as you can see, two years, two years almost yeah. three years oh, yeah, now. Yeah, we're in 2023. Yeah. So. God. But like it, it definitely fell asleep, but it's it's one of those things that we just as we find like interesting jobs that we can profile, yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. I um, think so, yeah. But I don't think anything failed as miraculously as the recipes have. Oh yeah. And see the recipes is something I feel like I enjoy and I feel like it's something that the viewers and like the listeners and the viewers of the website would like, you know, be interested in. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the recipes. The problem is we can never find or we can never really do original recipes without actually going and doing it. Because like, yeah, I don't know if you know this, like actually making recipes is difficult. Because not only do you I'm have not to a consistently, cooker, so I don't <laughs> a cooker. I'm not a, I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a chef. Okay, okay. Or a, you know, a, what's the word? A cook. I'm not a person who cooks. There, like, there we go. There but we go. cooker, it, it just got it, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I, I would be like, I'm not a baker. That would make sense. True. So cooker doesn't make. Maybe it's bad English. I don't know. Cooker man. Cooker. So we we first started, uh, well, I first started in July 24th of 2019. And this is my friend Kyle's favorite thing to mess with me about. Because um, in it, he, he, he will constantly just refer to it. He's been like, yeah, I love cooking this. I, I, I really doubt he cooks this in <laughs> central, north central Texas. Like, <laughs> he might. You I'm, never know. You never know. But, like, the hard part about making recipes original is you have to be able to follow the recipe to a T. Right. And it come out the same every time. Right. Yeah, like, that makes sense. So, you have to do it multiple times, and then you have to let someone else do it multiple times. Mm -hmm. And then you can say... Without a reasonable doubt. Yeah. That's that, an actual recipe. Yeah. And it just kind of got hard. Because um, we didn't want to rip off other websites, right? We didn't want to go yeah. to take someone else's work, change one ingredient, and be like, ha-ha, recipe. Right. So. Um, well, I think it would be also be cool if, like, like, let's say you have, you know, your great-grandmother's recipe book. You know, True. to feature, like, one of her recipes, you know? Yeah, we can also do that to do, like, a southern cooking, like. Not even southern, just, like, you know, you can have different sections, like, healthy cook, like healthy cooking tips and 
True. Southern, you know, like just like have like different sections of what people, you know, are interested in, I think. Very true. Um, so we, we featured a couple other people's stuff like um, Jess's was the superfood smoothie bowl. Yeah. Um, the jambalaya was my grandfather's. And then stuffed breakfast peppers, cowboy breakfast skillet, and steak roll-ups were all um, from um, Katie Little. Mm-hmm. We oh, That's a whole fun, fun story that I don't know if I really want to get into. I mean, we don't have, we don't have to get into it. Well, the, the contest that we did... That we like literally had to cancel right before it finished. Oh. Like we had all of the prizes picked out. Like yeah. it was it was to help promote fitness in the thing. Oh yeah, I do but, remember like, that. I do remember. Like, midway through we had to stop. Like I, I still have like I think it's like a hundred and twenty dollars in gift cards. What? Yeah. For like to where? I'm curious. Uh Planet Nutrition. <gasps> wow. What like, if they, they expire? Gave- I don't, I don't know. Like, they gave them to us. Wow. And I guess we'll have to we do another to competition. Like, yeah, like... Uh, or I can just take the nah. smoothie. <laughs> get a smoothie every day. Um, but yeah, so we featured those. And then right after that, we were attempting to spin up, um, like, profiles for restaurants and stuff. So we... we blah, 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 blah. We wrote up an entire recipe for, I don't know if you remember Aztecas in Lafayette. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing it. Their, their jalapeno skinny margarita. Yeah. Like I won't be trying that. <laughs> no, no. It was actually pretty decent, you That's know? Good. But um, they shut down at the end of last year. Oh, man. So, like, I would love to publish it, but, like, I don't know the, like, the legal. Yeah, I mean, if the restaurant shut down, I... I don't think that would be allowed. I yeah, mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, we, we would never really went anywhere with recipes because of that. Yeah. But one thing in the, the cooking or the food section, because food was like one of the first sections of the website. Yeah. Because um, originally I had it all planned out. I was going to have... Every Monday was going to be a new lifestyle article by me. Every Wednesday was going to be a new recipe. And every Friday would be a new gaming. We see how (laughs) that worked out. I mean, you know, life. Yeah. Gets busy. Um, And then we went. Then you came along. Yes. During 2020, we had our first uh, chef profiles with Kim Nuzum as the very first. No, Bonnie Bro is the first one. No. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. Wow. <laughs> I remember. I, I just saw it. April and just like no, went straight okay. to it. But yeah, Bonnie Bro was our very first one who is um, up, up uh, Sydney May, right? Yeah. Well, she actually started out. Um, is she still there? Because uh, Amber no. wants to go there like really bad. No, they actually have a new show. So it was Bonnie Bro and then it was Kim. And now they have another. They have a guy now. So, wow yeah so i'll have to feature him i think <laughs> it's i mean it's only tradition we featured their last two yeah exactly yeah i know she had started at a, a company called bros cajun catering in covington that's what started her journey as a chef and then um 
She actually did not attend culinary school, which I find is, you know, very interesting. But uh, she... I mean, most people don't really follow uh, or really go to school for what they end up doing. Yeah, that is true. Um, she, She worked in Tampa, Florida at a restaurant called Root. It was actually a Cajun restaurant in Tampa, Florida. Well, at least they got cool. a real Cajun to do it. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then she ended up working at St. John Restaurant for a while and then moved on to Sydney May. Um, but she See, I wonder I wonder what causes chefs to move around so often. I guess maybe just better opportunity. You maybe. Know? That's what it's like a football player, you get drafted to other Yeah, exactly. I will pay you twice what they pay you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, she was the Louisiana seafood queen in 2017. She was actually the first female chef so what's, to be crowned. What's a seafood? Is like that? Is that like a festival that they do that? No, at, it's not a festival. It's the Seafood Promotion Marketing Board. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this organization for chefs. Okay. And so basically, they used to have Seafood King, but that year she was the first female chef to be crowned the winner. So. That's oh, really damn. cool, yeah. So, see, we have some historic people over here. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, still to this day, I think Jason's is the highest performing. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, the highest performing article we've ever done? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. So, and by a very large margin, wow. too. Wow. Jason, so, you're popular. Um, Jason Huget. 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 T is silent. Uh, oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um, the most popular by far, uh, article that we've ever published with 1700, um, unique views compared to, um, the report on, uh, the history of the swastika. And how it was completely bastardized <laughs> um, by like an, an additional twelve hundred. Like it's a twelve hundred wow. unique viewer difference. Yeah. No, I mean honestly, Jason's pretty popular. Like people from out of state will come eat at his restaurant. Uh, which is a steamboat warehouse, right? Yes. So, what do they serve? Uh, they mostly serve Cajun dishes, but it's a steakhouse too, so they have. Steaks. Um, I know that they're always serving like rabbit, um, turtle soup, you know, stuff like that. So it's mostly like Cajun food. Does he hunt rabbit? He is a big time hunter. So yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I think that's all the series that we really have that you've ever worked on. Well, yeah. tried to work on. You never did a what's in a job title, even though it was your idea. Yeah, maybe maybe one day I'll find someone. Find someone cool and unique with a really cool job that i can feature so for anybody who doesn't know we're actually picking on each other like i don't actually he's not actually like being an asshole (laughs) like well i mean well (laughs) (laughs) like he's not really fussing but in a way he kind of is and to be fair she kind of asks me to half the time yeah, I tell him, keep me in check, you know? Yeah. So, because um, last week, 
you, we did the podcast about your road to recovery. Yeah. And then the very next day you uploaded a um an update to it. Yeah. So to to people who haven't um been able to read that yet, what what's kind of your update? Like what how have you been since that initial because I think the last thing we talked about on the last episode was that you were um about three years now? Yeah, about I made three years in October of 22, and we're so, in February, so, like, yeah. About three and a half-ish? Yeah. Almost three and almost a half? Almost three and a half-ish, yeah. yeah. So, how are you liking it? I mean, I'm rocking life, man. You know, <laughs> like, everything's going great. I mean, you know, obviously, there's some days that, you know, ever like, everyone goes through that's, like, today sucks, you know, but... For me, it's nothing worth drinking over, you know? True. Let's see. I like me a good drink every now and again. Hey, that's you. (laughs) As we've learned, I can't just have one. This is true. (laughs) That's like me with Oreos. (laughs) The Oreos. (laughs) The Oreos. The family pack Oreos. (laughs) So, um, fun fact about Kyle... Right after that episode went live, mm-hmm. he texted me. He said, "Dude, I feel so offended." I'm like, "Why?" He's he like, "Because the, Oreos? the Oreos." And I'm like, "You telling me you eat a family pack of Oreos and still feel hungry?" He's like, "No, I just wanted to fuck with you and tell you that you." Oh me. my god! <laughs> I'm like, seriously, dude. That's funny. But you guys may be seeing Kyle here soon, so. It's always interesting guy to uh to talk to um but so switching gears into the gaming side we did try a few things with gaming that haven't exactly really worked out um so we started a gaming news section in uh frig when was that i think that was 2019 i think that was one of the original ones no that was actually yeah i'm almost positive it was 20 yeah it was 2019 because that was was right before before we did the um the charity tournament Mm, yeah so our very first uh year um i was working at a um I was working at a nonprofit where uh, they also had a food bank. And in order to help that, we did a gaming tournament where for every uh, entry, instead of paying 10, 15, 20 bucks, whatever, you paid um, you paid for food. Mm, that's so cool. you bought and brought like a bag or a box of food for every entry and yeah we um we got quite a bit that night for them um and midway through we actually had one of the little kids that joined us um their parents were there we weren't just letting little kids (laughs) play a rated m game um his partner had left and he had made it like to the quarterfinals. Oh wow! And no one else would would like 
join them. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so um, I brought my Xbox Elite controller because all of this was on Xbox because Xbox could uh, do mouse and keyboard as well. Um, so I brought out my Elite controller, hooked it up, connected it, set everything up. And we ended up bringing him all the way to the finals and almost won him both GameStop oh, wow. gift cards for Christmas. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Poor kid. <laughs> but uh, his friends got in his head for the mm. last match. And I remember him, his one of his friends saying, if you don't win this, I'm going to make fun of you and I won't be your friend anymore. Oh, my God. How old are these kids? Like eight, nine oh years God. old. Like savage fucking kids. Uh, yeah. And I'm like... Why? <laughs> this is going to be your fault if he loses at this point. Right. Poor thing. So we did that. Um, and Gaming News was kind of set up as a, like, hey, this is something really interesting that I found mm -hmm. uh, in the whole gamer corner of the internet. And, yeah, it's kind of sprouted from there. But it. It's very much asleep because the last one, the last two articles were right after Russia invaded Ukraine and oh, yeah. companies started getting behind um, with fundraising for um, like medical projects to get civilians out. Mm -hmm. um, and then like there was a two year gap. Um the place of no return was in January 29th of 2020. And then the, um, that subject for lack of a better term, hadn't seen anything until February of 2022. So it was like wow. silent for two years and then yeah. came up with two articles because I found them interesting and then mm. hasn't seen anything since. And then the one that failed absolutely miserably um was a um the only series that really had anything to do with gaming uh it was called it can't be for nothing um it was a deep dive on the last of us which is now an hbo uh series oh, okay. um based on a video game and we did a deep dive looking through all of the um, looking through all of the different articles, development articles, um, reviews, the podcasts, interviews, like all of these different things to find like all of the development nitty gritty for the game using concept art from the original development, just a bunch of different things. And it, it, it was definitely too much for one article, so we broke it up and released one every week. Um, the most one article ever got was like eight or nine page views, and then like after the second one, they just stopped. Really? Yeah, and there's five Man. up there right now. Dang, y'all go read them. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we, we kind of just drop the project yeah um i was it, it's it's supposed to pick back up again in may um around 
The Last of Us Day, but I doubt it will. I mean, like it, it's it's hard to justify resources to something that hasn't picked up, you know. Yeah. So. But yeah, and then future projects um, will be adding gaming content to this podcast. Yeah. So that's fine. I, I mean, I won't really be a part of that, but... True. But, I mean, you're not really that much of a gamer, though. Right, right. I did play... Um, what was the name of the game that I played? Outlast. Outlast. That was the first game I've ever played. It was a horror game. It was pretty awesome, but uh, it's just not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a good old Game Boy, you know, like Yoshi's Island or Pac-Man, you know, some classical games. Oh, yeah. I'll play that, you know. Well, but. see, the crazy thing is we we secured a an interview for the first episode of the gaming part. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first interview is with a Twitch streamer from England. Oh, wow. That, That's pretty cool. Um, is beating Elden Ring, which is, I know you're not a gamer. Yeah, I'm so, like, I don't know what that is. Um, it's a extremely hard game. Um depending on if you're good at that kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, but relatively speaking, a pretty hard game. She's beating it with an EEG, which is a medical device that reads brain scans. What? And like... That's cool. You can... Uh, it can pick up what she's thinking, essentially, and translate that into in-game hotkeys. So like if she's oh thinking God. of... Um, like she programs the thought of pulling something towards her mm-hmm. as healing. So anytime she thinks of pulling something towards her, the healing command pops. That's crazy. Anytime she thinks of pushing something away, a specific spell pops. And then like oh a specific God. spell attack pops. It's really interesting how she did it. That's cool. But uh, she's going to come and kind of... Yeah, yeah, talk to us about that. So that's going to be really interesting. That is interesting. Um, but the gaming is going to be on Wednesdays, and we're going to keep the lifestyle on uh, every Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. But, awesome. yeah. So hopefully that comes soon. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to all of our projects that we have done in the past and will continue to do in the future. We look forward to y'all reading our content and listening to our content as well. Yeah. And uh, just a reminder, if you or someone you know is going through a rough time, don't don't hesitate to kind of help them out. You never know what other people are going through. And uh, yeah. it's definitely always good to, to know that you're not alone. Yes. Good so, reminder, Caleb. <laughs> thank you. I try. Even, even though I mess with you, I would still want you to come to me. Yes, I, I definitely would. <laughs> even even if Lauren thinks you're a fake bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Lauren. Love you. <laughs> uh, but I hope you guys all have a wonderful remaining rest of the Sunday. And uh, yeah, have an extraordinary day.